Hey everybody, welcome to episode 15 of Eat, Drink, Write, an Urban Fantasy Whiteboard. I am Sherry Ellison. I'm Taylor Ellison. And this is going to be talking about writer's block. I have a joke. <laughs> oh, hit me with it. What do you call the part of a city where unsuccessful writers live? The part of a city? Uh-huh. I don't know. The writer's block, of course. I knew it, right? <laughs> I knew it, right? I was like, that's, I should have, obviously the answer. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> well, first things first, how are you this week? Um, pretty good. I feel like the days are starting to blend together now that I'm not like, oh, I'm not coming home on the weekends and I still go to work on only Mondays and, um, the rest of the week is just kind of like, it's all a, it's all one day. So, I saw but, um, on. decent enough. Okay. I, I saw a meme on Twitter that had all the days of the week listed out and then the first part of it all scratched out. So all it said was day, 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 day. And it was like, <laughs> life in quarantine yeah it's true it is true that's exactly how it has been um but and because of that I, I feel like more restless all the time I think and it's very difficult for me to focus on writing um so I haven't gotten much writing done this week yeah yeah it's been I've been working a lot on our um, social media so there's that mm -hmm. for the podcast yeah. Yeah. um and for my own personal social media for my author thing I've been working on getting followers and that kind of thing but I haven't done much writing I'm still working on the editing of um, the rest of the book in case one of the people that um, we submitted to wants it so yeah um, Easter we're at Easter time so happy Easter yep. everybody happy, happy Passover Easter. happy spring we here in the south had terrible storms last night but all of we're both safe um, I think I slept was, through them <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did too. I never heard it. Um, Me your father, yeah, your father said he woke, it woke him up, but I didn't hear it. Um, what else? Let's see. Yeah. Oh, what are you eating today? So I had a sandwich and I ate it before this podcast, so I don't have food for this <laughs> anymore. But, but I do have tea and it's called a Venetian tea, so that is what I'm drinking. Nice. Yeah. I um, ate already right before I was hungry, So, but I made um, creamed eggs on toast. I can't eat the toast because I'm keto, but I had creamed eggs on um, keto biscuit, which Yum. was amazing, and sausage. And I had tea, but I'm done with the tea, so I'm now moving on to a vodka soda. I'm drinking out of a tea glass. It should say on here, this might be vodka. <laughs> You should make one of those. <laughs> I should. This is actually a, a mug that I made. Um, this is my art on it. I'm, uh, I've got a, I'm an artist and I sell my art. I sell jewelry, all kinds of stuff on my Etsy shop. So I've got mugs available on my Etsy shop, but this is vodka. So uh, <laughs> it's very good. So, so you'll be yeah. feeling good throughout this podcast. <laughs> Say that again. You'll be feeling good through this podcast. I will. Hopefully I'll be able to still speak properly i have that problem at least it's not one of those what was it i was drinking before kamikazes those things were oh out. Yeah. i had trouble talking on those yeah. um okay so <laughs> i will i guess i think probably writer's block is something that 
every writer has experienced. So it's not really something that we need to jump into in this stylized format because everybody right. handles it differently. It affects people differently. It comes at different times differently. Right. So I think we can just talk it out. Um, basically, I do have a slight definition. Do you want me to read that? Sure, I've got one too, but I'll, I'll hear what yours is first and okay. go from there. Okay, mine says, writer's block is when an author loses the ability to produce new work or experiences or experiences a creative slowdown. It can be the inability to come up with new ideas, being unable to produce any work. It's just the inability to create writing. Yeah, um, I have, uh, it's an overwhelming feeling of being stuck in the writing process without the ability to move forward or write anything new like a creative shutdown. Um, it's different for everyone because there are different causes for everyone. Yeah, I like that. Did you make that yeah. one or did you find it on the internet? Uh, mix and match. So I found part of it on the internet and then I did part of it myself. So yeah, I, I like that definition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically we all have it and then what causes it is what I wanted to talk about. And I've got fear as probably being the number one reason it could yeah. be fear of rejection, fear of failure, um, fear of being a shitty writer. <laughs> Yeah, not being good enough is what I've got in mind, but I like, I like yours more. <laughs> um, it could be perfectionism. I think you've got a friend that has that issue it, it, where he wants it to be perfect from the get-go. Yeah. He, he hasn't been able to come to that uh, um, belief where I can fix it later. He wants it to read perfectly the first time. And when it doesn't, right. he feels like he's a shitty writer. And so I think he has that issue. Um, it could just be timing. Yeah. And we've got stuff going on in our yeah. lives. It could be a timing issue. It could be conflicts yeah. with our daily life or life stressors. Um, right now we've got this Corona thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm struggling so hard to write during this and it's, you know, I have time. I have time to write. You would think I'd be like, yes, I can write. And no, yeah, I can't. That's what's so bizarre is, you know, we're all like, oh, wow, we should be able to write books by the dozen while we're in quarantine and right. all of us are struggling. It's crazy. Um, so I think a lot of my, what I was going to say, I think a lot of my issue is the lack of structure. I don't have, you know, I don't have structure anymore. Um, and I think structure helps me a lot as a writer to overcome my inability to write. I think I've got something later on about structure as a way to conquer uh, writer's block. I'm yeah. sure it's in here. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, what other causes did you have? Um, I have the feeling of being exhausted by writing. Um, so feeling burnt out. Um, burnt out. Yeah, like you've written too much or you've written too fast and you just, it's just exhausting now. Um, and then the last one that I have, because uh, you mentioned all the other ones that I have, um, is, you know, feeling as though the book has gone in the wrong direction. And I added that one myself because that's my issue. Um, Me too. Whenever I get stuck, that's usually what my problem is. Yeah. One of my ways to conquer writer's block is to reread what you, what's led you to this block and you may need to yeah. chop it out. That was what happened yeah. with um, my Kata book, my one that starts here and then goes to that fantasy world. I had taken it down this path and it just, 
it was not working for me. And I, that was, I think I said in one of our earlier episodes, that was the first time I ever followed your advice and actually just cut it off yep. from, from the point that it was still working, took it out, saved it somewhere. Cause I still have trouble deleting things. I actually um, have it in my notes. Yeah. And that, that got over it. I finished that book. It's out there also being pitched and whatnot. So yeah. um, ways to conquer it. I've got a list. You, you probably have a lot of the same things. Go outside. Yeah. Before you start that, oh, um, okay. I have a little bit, uh, like a little um, piece of my notes that's about understanding your writer's block. Like how can you tell what's causing your writer's block? Okay. Um, oh, good. Sometimes it's like, difficult to figure that out. Like, I know that I can't write, but what's this issue? Like, why can't I? Um, so the first part is to acknowledge that you do feel resistant to writing. There's a, you know, there's, you know, a pushback when you think about writing. Um, and just acknowledge that that's there because a lot of the time that can be ignored. It's like, oh, I just don't want to write. So I don't write and I'm not going to think about it. Um, so just acknowledge that, you know, you haven't written and that there is a resistance to it. So now you can kind of figure out what that resistance is. Um, which is identifying the root of the problem. Uh, is it fear? Like, are you afraid of something? And what could that fear be? And so kind of explore like, you know, are you afraid of, um, you know, your story not being good enough? Or are you afraid that no one else is going to like it? Or, you know, anything along those lines? Um, are you burnt out on writing? Is that your reason? Uh, has your story taken the wrong turn? And you don't want to, um, you don't want to backtrack. So you're just not motivated to write anymore. Um, and then do you feel as though you don't have time for writing? So I think identifying that cause of writer's block can help you get past it. Um, and then, Oh, go ahead. No, you go, you go ahead. So you said you're having that resistance yourself right now. What do you think is the cause of yours? You think it is just the lack of structure entirely? I think, I think it is. Um, a lot of my issue right now with the pandemic is I'm a very busy person. I like doing something all the time. Um, and now I don't have as much that I can do to keep myself busy. You know, there's, I, I do work from home, but I'm still sitting still. Whereas like my job at my building, I'm, I get up and walk around and, um, go and fix things in the lab or I'll go and do lab work and that kind of stuff. Um, and now I'm just sitting all the time. So I'm just restless. Like I, yeah. I feel like I have, you know, I don't have enough, um, to do to keep me within that structure that I need in order to be like, okay, I finished my work work. Now I can go and do book work and then I can go and just relax. You know how you always, even from a, the, a child, you're one of those moving people yeah. and you used to rock all the time. Used um, to. <laughs> do you write when you, do you sit in your rocking chair and try to write? And yeah. does that help you? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. But I mean, I still, you know, I would do that in the past. And now even still with the pandemic, it's still, I'm just sitting in my rocking chair and working at, you know, working on schoolwork and then working on work work. And then it's still like, oh, I'm still sitting here. Yeah. It's all in the yeah. same place. You know, right. your, your cousin, Chris had problems learning when he was growing up because he's a mover as well. Right. And what he did, he, his mom and dad bought him this big ball, um, a bouncy ball. Mm -hmm. And he would do his work on the bouncy ball so that he was moving. I wonder if that would help you because then you, it would be a move from the rocking chair, but you would still be moving. And I wonder if you could 
get, you know, and I think they have them nowadays for people at work to, to help you move while, you know, be healthy while you work. Um, I wonder if you could buy one of those and sit at your desk and bounce while you write. I think I would actually enjoy a, um, you know, a, a treadmill desk. Yes. Those are expensive. So I, I, I don't have plans to buy one. <laughs> are you asking yeah. for that for Christmas maybe? I mean, I could be, that was not the purpose of bringing it up, but you know, if you brought it up, I'm just going to say. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I probably should have one of those because all I do between my real work and, I mean, I've always, my real job also requires me just, I just sit. Yeah. I was so excited today, daddy, daddy took me grocery shopping with him. Oh, nice. So I have face mask hair right now because I had the face mask that was tied around, you know, you used to get hat hair. Now I yeah. have face mask hair, but I got to go out and just to see the sun and to drive. And there were people in the grocery store, not that I got close to them, but I could actually see living people. I told my um, teenage daughter who's stuck in quarantine with me that I said, I don't feel too bad being an extrovert stuck inside because I have you and daddy to talk to. And she gave me this look and I was like, Oh, I see. She can't wait until school's open back up so she can get the heck She's out like, of I here. I won't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> my my poor family that's stuck listening to me chatter all day long. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So, you know, identify the root of your problem, and that can help you overcome it. Um. And then the very last step that I have on that, which isn't necessarily about getting over writer's block, but it is about asking yourself, what's the worst that can happen? if you overcome the fear that you have, or if you create a structure, or um, you know, if you write little pieces at a time if you're burnt out, as opposed to writing long pieces and that kind of thing. So what's the worst that can happen if you do that? Um, and most of the time you're gonna be like, well, you know, I'm not gonna lose my ability to write just because I wrote one yeah. shitty piece or whatever, you know? So yeah, um, that's okay. all I had on understanding your writer's block. And then that, what I have next good. is, different ways to overcome it. So I'm and sure. And that's what I've, I've got next too. Yeah. So the first one that I have on my list is go outside, take a walk, sit in the sun, just enjoy nature, connect with nature. Yeah. Which I mean, right now, some places the parks are entirely closed. Um, right. We still have some here in Gwinnett County that are open because the paths are big enough for you to be able to social distance even if you're walking on it at the same time with someone else right um i like to go and sit out on our deck um watch your father work in the garden because i don't work in the garden but i watch him work in the garden i support him that way and i'll eat the stuff that comes from the garden um but yeah get outside yeah you have i that have that one on your list i do and it's it's pretty similar it's take a break even if it's not um not going outside, which is part of the take a break thing, but you know, some time away from writing on your uh, work in progress that's stumping you, um, you know, just, just get away from it. Uh, take a few hours, even a few days, but allow yourself some time from your work. Um, yeah, I often find that I think of several ideas when I'm doing a different task, like watching a show or doing the dishes or going for a walk or whatever. Uh, it takes my mind out of like actively crafting and plotting my book. Um, so it takes off like that pressure that I feel. I have that somewhere on here. Oh, I found this really cool uh, blog. It was really funny. This lady wrote it on April 9th of 2020 and I'm gonna mispronounce her name. It's Henneke Dustermott. 
I need Christine from, and that's why we drink to, come, <laughs> yeah. to pronounce this for me. She's German. Um, Henneke Dustermott, hilarious post. It's mostly about writing blog posts yeah. and having writers block with blog posts. Yeah. But it was really funny. And she said, um, do the dishes. She said, your brain needs to relax before coming up with an insight. Starting at your computer, staring at your computer screen might work, might be counterproductive to actually doing anything. Right. Um, trying to force an insight might actually prevent that insight from ever coming. So go do the dishes. You know, I, I get a lot of ideas in the shower, but I can't take 20 showers a day. So, well, I mean, I could. You could. Get anything done. Um, but yeah, do a different task. Do a, yeah. do a menial task, something yeah. that doesn't require your, your brain or, or uses your brain in a different way. If you're a math yeah. person, go, go play with algebra for a little bit. I mean, right. that's, that's not my thing, but you know, go do the dishes. And um, that was one of her ideas. I'll talk more about her later. Okay. Um, the next one that I have is exercise. Yeah. There have been studies that show that exercising increases your creativity. Yep. And I do, I must admit when I used to get up and ride the, we've got a stationary bike and I was very, very good at getting up and riding it every morning. I was riding, writing a lot more when I was riding the uh -huh. exercise bike every day. Yeah. So I think there is something to that uh, flow of oxygen to the brain, something that unlocks this creativity. So Definitely. exercise, um, right in a different spot than normal, which right now we got problems because we're stuck in our house, but there are different spots in your house. Oh, a different spot in that way. Okay. The next thing I had was jump around in your work, which is kind of what oh. I thought that you meant. Yeah. Oh. So, but, but no, I agree. I have that one too, because I find that I write so much better when I go to a coffee shop or yes. um, when I'm working in my office at my building at work or something like that. So I can work on my lunch break. Um, just that kind of thing, like just being in a different environment. Is Speaking of incredible. environments, do you find travel, which we can't do right now? I'm not. I'm not right. suggesting we all go travel, but do you find that traveling to a new place helps spark creativity? All the time. Yeah. Everywhere I go. Um, Me too. Because I've gone on, you know, I've gone on trips with Courtney, my older sister, and then. Um, you know, every time we go on family vacations and we go somewhere because we go to Savannah, Georgia, and that's where one of my books is set. So every time we go there, yeah, uh, I definitely get into the mood to write that, that book. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Asheville, North Carolina. There's just these places that feel magical. I don't that Magical isn't the right word, but something about it sparks my brain. Yeah. And there, uh, it might be the nature that's there. I, I don't know what it is, but I do find traveling is a great way. And what an excuse that would be. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. I've got writer's block. I've got to go to Savannah. <laughs> That'd be so good. Right. I love Savannah. Yeah, me too. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful city. Um, let's see. Oh, listen to music. Now music is not, I am not a music person in the writing way. When I listen to music, I am all about the music. Yeah. I can't, I, I don't know what it is, but I know a lot of people rely on music and I know you do. Yes. So tell people what your, what music does for you. 
So I have two separate playlists on Spotify that I use when I'm writing and they're specifically, well, usually specifically for writing. There is one that is absolutely for writing. There's another one that I use for um, more things like editing um, and revisions uh, and I can use it for work work too. Um, so the one that's for writing, I have songs on that playlist that either make, like they toss me into a story. Um, so like soundtrack type songs or songs that remind me of specific characters that I'm writing, um, songs that remind me of the environment that I'm writing. Um, yeah, so I, that's that playlist. And it just gets me into the mood to write. Like I can listen to that playlist and I'm like, oh, this song reminds me of this character. I'm gonna go write that. Okay, um, since you're having trouble being in quarantine, getting your juices flowing, so to speak, have you tried that as breaking through? Have you tried to open up one of those um, soundtracks or, or lists, whatever you just called it, and have you tried that? Uh, I listen to those playlists all the time. Um, uh, so and it hadn't helped? Not really. I, I have noticed that uh, listening to music in general does help me focus. So like if I do put on music, then I'm more likely to do something work-related, whether that's book-related or work-work. Um, so if I have on music, which lately I've actually been listening to piano music, because uh, it's nice and relaxing and um, I, it doesn't distract me too much. So I have refound my headphones because now that we're all at home, we've got our high school kid doing homework, my husband working across the table from me, and all three of us are in the same room. So I've refound my headphones, which is huge. Yeah. I forgot how much I enjoy being in my own world. And when I, the only music that really works for me to write with is music that doesn't have words because I get yeah. distracted. I am, I love music so much that it becomes, it, it shifts my focus from writing to the music. But music with no words, I can work with. So I too like soundtracks. I love the Star Wars, the original, way back in the 70s, whenever it came out, that um, episode four that came out first, that yeah. soundtrack is one of my favorite soundtracks. And then there's also the soundtrack to um, Robin Hood, the one with Kevin Costner in it. Yeah. That soundtrack is very motivational for me. And now that I'm found my headphones, I can try that to help me break through my writer's block. Definitely. Yeah. The, um, the other playlist that I have is just, I, it's, I've titled it mindless music, um, mm. because it's techno music. It's just very upbeat, very just noise. And it's just there. So it's just like background noise for me to completely drown out, but still have sound because I need sound. I can't just sit in silence and write. I really um, do think a lot of your generation is that way. Yeah. You all grew up doing homework with music. We didn't yeah. have, iPods or, um, you know, any of the stuff that you all have nowadays. Um, yeah. I think you were young, you're old enough to have known what an iPod was, which Riley. I had an iPod, yes. Yeah. Riley's like, what the heck is an iPod? So, you know, she listens to Spotify on her, on her iPhone. So, you know, she right. doesn't know. But back when I was a kid, there wasn't even that. Um, and so music was not used as much for my generation when we studied or did all of that kind of thing. I well, mean, when we I was listened a, to the radio, but. Right. When I was a kid kid, I had a, a Walkman. So. Oh, yeah. A little CD player with, with the headphones. Oh, it had, it was a CD thing. It wasn't the cassette tape where you. No, it was too CD. Old for cassette tapes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I had an actual record player where, mm -hmm. you know, the LPs. Hey, those are coming back now. 
They are. They are coming back. I don't yep. know where mine is. I know. I think it's in the attic. And all my albums. I've still got all my albums in our closet. Wow. Yeah, I have the Star Wars soundtrack in album form. And well, I'm trying to think what other albums I've got. The pandemic is a perfect time to bring that out. You're right. I would love to actually put some of those digital so I could listen to them on my headphones. Yeah. I'm no, so excited I, I found my headphones. <laughs> they were um, in our bedroom where I do the Christmas wrapping. Yeah. And I forgot that I had taken them in there to listen to Christmas music while I was wrapping presents. And mm -hmm. so I clean. I, that is one thing about the pandemic. We do do a lot more cleaning than normal. Yep. Although you wouldn't know by my office. Well, this is my craft room. It's not an office. It's it's where mm -hmm. I do all my Etsy stuff. So it's pretty much a disaster. Anyway, you can see one of my brooms back there that I make. I make brooms and all kinds of stuff. Anyway, that was totally off track. Okay, back to our topic. Yes, um, so music, yes. <laughs> uh, let's see, reading. There is nothing yeah. like reading to get that brain going again. And I'm, I'm happen to be reading Patricia Briggs right now. So. I was about to say, yeah, that, you know, the number of times that I've picked up a Mercy book and finished it and have been like, oh, I just, I want to write my own book now. Like, I just want to go write my own story because she is so inspiring with how she does those stories that I'm like, I, I want to go and write my own book now and, and do that. So I love it. And actually being on Twitter, I have come across so many writers that I'm, I'm wanting to read so many books of these indie writers that are out there and published yeah. writers. And it's so exciting to meet people that I never would have thought of. I would never have found them otherwise. And yeah. so now there's this whole plethora of books and stuff to read out there. And it is yeah. indie April. So we should be supporting our indie, indie writers out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, if anybody who listens to this, if y'all are indie authors, email us with your books or um, put it on our social media, tag us in it, whatever. Um, I'd love to read them. Me too. And we can uh, give you a shout out here on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, drinking. <laughs> that, that was just a, my, 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 I didn't find that anywhere. That was just mine. Is that um, your, that was your edition? <laughs> that was my edition. Whatever works. Right. Um, but no, I mean, it could be coffee or tea. It could be caffeine. Supposedly caffeine does things. I, I like the alcohol. It works really well for me. <laughs> um, oh, the next one is create a routine, which is what you were talking about. Yes. Um, Stephen King, who was one of my favorite authors, as you know, um, I follow him on Twitter and yeah. I'm, I'm a fangirl, but he has a set time. At least it's it, supposedly he has a set time where he, you know, being at home and being a professional writer, it is, you get distracted by other things in the home. Oh, it's time to go work in the garden. Oh, I need to do a little laundry. Oh, let's go walk the dog. And his right. dog is adorable. He's got um, corgis. I love his dogs. But um, he said that he writes at a set time. Um, John Grisham also does, which being a lawyer, I read, I've read all of John Grisham's books. He apparently said that he would get up at like four o'clock in the morning and do his little exercise routine. And he was at his desk by eight o'clock sharp and had to have pay, uh, words on his computer by yeah. eight o'clock. So yes, setting a routine. And if, if you're having writer's block and you don't have a routine, give yourself a set time to do it. Say I'm, I'm at 10 o'clock today, I'm gonna write from 10 to 11. That's gonna be my write time. 
you know, yeah, forget, absolutely. forget work since we're all at home right now anyway. I'm going to take a break from my job from 11 to 10 or I mean 11, 11 to 10, 11 to 12 or whatever time it is, go ahead and, and set yourself a schedule and keep it every day. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I actually have something similar. Um, it's less about a schedule and it's more about uh, creating deadlines for yourself um, and keeping yourself accountable. Um, I think self-imposed deadlines can be really self-motivating as long as you like hold yourself to it. Um, and it may help you pull out, pull like, yeah, pull you out of that writer's block slump. Um, however, I suck at deadlines because I'm a procrastinator. I procrastinate everything. If I set myself a deadline and like, oh, I wanted to have this done by Friday, I will wait until Thursday night to do it. <laughs> That's my problem. So my issue with, um, you know, setting time to write, which can work for a lot of people, but for me, I, I prefer having a, a daily word count to hit. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I, I have to tell you something that I found that might work for you. I didn't even write it down because I thought it was just awful. I was trying to look at tools, online tools to help you. You know, I'm a big computer person. So yeah. I was looking for online tools and there is a program out there that as you have to keep writing, you're not allowed to edit your own work. You have to keep writing. And if you don't, it starts deleting what you've written. <laughs> Isn't that oh terrible? my god, that's terrible. <laughs> There's like several of those computer programs out there, and I'm like, I am, I didn't even write it down because that to me is just atrocious. That's hilarious, but maybe it would work for you. I don't know. No, I think I, well, I mean, it, it could, I guess. I might, I might look into that just because why not? <laughs> but uh, but I, I like my, I like doing word per day counting. Um, so if I say I want to do 500 words a day and I can do it at any time during the day, but I have to have 500 words on my page before I go to bed. Um, and I get a lot done that way. Uh, I did that for, I did that for good a, at, a few months. Yeah. Doing that. Yeah. I, I am not that, um, I am an organized person. I say that as you look at my office behind me, I am an organized person. Um, I have, but I, I am not that organized I, I don't think I could do that it becomes kind of like a it becomes kind of a game because you're like oh I got you know I did 250 words I need 250 more and it's like I could be stuck I might be absolutely stuck which I was with my last book for the longest time and I was like you know what I need 500 words and, and I'm gonna do it and so I do my full 500 and the next day I may be like wow that's really that's really not good I'm gonna just hack that off and so I do and it's fine as long yeah. as I did that 500 words a day, I think, you know, that helps me keep going and figure out what I want that story. I, I like your idea of making it into a game. Yeah. But especially if you're in writer's block. I mean, not, not everybody writes that way normally, but if you're in writer's block, you right. know, I, I am also one of those people who is very um, competitive. Mm -hmm. And so if I make myself, I have to write, 25 more words more than I did yesterday. I'm competing against myself. Yeah. You know, that might work for me. Yeah, absolutely. That's just what works for me because I'm just the worst procrastinator. So I just, I procrastinate. If I have the opportunity to procrastinate, I will procrastinate. So it works for me to do a daily word count as opposed to a time limit or a deadline. But deadlines yeah. and stuff could work for other people as motivation. That's so. true. And then I've got next brainstorming. Yeah, um, I got that. Yeah, I mean, and that really is a no-brainer, obviously. A no-brainer. 
Okay. Yeah, this drink is good too. Okay. Um, so make notes about your work in progress. Um, you know, use Pinterest, look at pictures. I like to go and look at deviant art. They have yeah. some really cool fantasy um, artists there that just that kind of thing. Pictures. I'm a visual person. So pictures spark. I have, things. A, I have a board on Pinterest that's just labeled inspiration. Um, and so it's just full of stuff that make me think, Ooh, that would be fun to write a scene about, or that would be, that would work really great in this story or whatever. And then I have, um, I have boards for each of my works too. So I can put those in there and then I can go and look at those specific boards and be like, Oh yeah, I want to write this story. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think that can get you out of writer's block. Easy peasy. If you've been collecting pictures all along, go and refresh yourself, re-look re mm -hmm. at those pictures that you've saved for the work, work in progress, and that might do it all by itself. And if yeah. not, go on to Pinterest in general and just start looking at pictures about whatever it is that you are researching at the moment. Yeah, um, definitely. If you're distracted, clear your distractions. Yes. If you've got bills to pay, pay your bills. Yeah, yeah. I have... Um... I have also, when you sit down to write, make sure that you have everything that you need. Get a drink, have a snack next to you. Yes, one of those drinks. <laughs> um, and have a snack and turn off TV shows that'll grab your attention. Turn off like anything that will just take your mind away from writing. Um, uh, I always watch. get tea before I write. You do what? Get tea before okay. I write. Yeah. But don't watch, don't have Buffy going on in the background because you'll never end up writing. Right. You know, I've seen Buffy like 10 million times and I'm like, oh, I can watch it again and just like ignore it most of the time. No, I watch the whole series. Yeah. I love Buffy. It's, oh. it's very good. You know what I want to watch totally off the subject. If y'all haven't seen it, Lost Girl, I'm ready to watch it all over again. And I That's think a good it's one. On, it's been a very long time. I think it's on Netflix. I think it is. Yeah. So I think I might do that. Um, but yeah, it, I was, for me, bills are a big thing and I put them off and then I don't remember them until I'm laying in bed in the middle of the night and I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and I'm like, oh crap, I got to pay my bills. So clear your distractions, right. pay your bills, do all the stuff on your to-do list. In fact, before you start writing, make a to-do list yeah. because then it'll be off your head. It's on a piece of paper. You know, you're going to do it. Um, you know, so just clear those distractions. Yeah. Reread your work. Yes. Sometimes that's all it takes to get back, you know, reread the last chapter, reread, reread from the beginning if you need to, if you're really yeah. stuck. Yeah. Um, that helps. Um, yeah. Cause if you, if you reread from the beginning, then you start to realize, you know, Oh, I started this book for a reason too. It starts to yeah. make you thinking about why you started writing your work. Um, yeah. and I think it can help keep you going too. This is kind of what you had said already. Write about what your problem is. What is it that you're stuck on? Write about it. Yeah. Why are you having this issue? Um, paragraph, chapter, page, um, just get the flow going again. Yeah. Um, do a what if question, you know, write it all out. Yeah. What if I made her go here instead of where I did? What if? And yeah, I have, um, I have a, a bullet point here that goes kind of along with your brainstorming idea, but also with that, um, you know, brainstorm ideas and bullet points and make lists of things that could happen next. 
um, and make a long list of them. Anything, anything that could happen and you can throw those out or you can, but whatever, it'll help you start thinking more about where you want your book to go and where you now know that you definitely don't want it to go. I think that's a great idea. Bullet yeah. points of where it could go, what could happen, you know, and that's kind of like the, um, the flow charts. You can have it. If this happens, what's going to happen. And if this yeah. happens, what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I didn't realize how much I use my hands when we talk now that I'm on video and I can see myself, my hands are yeah. going all the time. Yeah. Oh Lord. Well, all I do is nod. I nod all the time. <laughs> yes, I'm nodding. Yeah. Now we can see you nod. We don't have to hear you nod. Mm -hmm. Um, break it down. What is happening in the last chapter? Outline it. See what doesn't work. Maybe there's a plot hole that you didn't realize. Maybe that's part, maybe that's why you've got the writer's block. Right. Um, is your character doing something out of character? You know, if you can take your story and have a different character say the same thing that you have the character saying it say, then there's a problem. Yeah. It, it should be, each character should be distinct. So maybe that's, right. maybe you've got a character acting out of character. Um, have you written yourself in a corner, which I have done numerous times. And that's what takes that back it up, chop it out, put it somewhere else, start again, see where it goes. Yep. Yeah. I have that bullet too, where it's re, you know, reevaluate your work. Um, I've cut out 9,000 words before. Just cut it out. Well, and that's I do, I do the thing where I put it in another document and I leave it there for a bit until I'm beyond it and then I can delete it. That um, hurts me. <laughs> but it, but my story wasn't going anywhere and yeah. I was stuck and I wasn't writing and it just didn't feel good to write on it anymore. And so I realized, oh, 9,000 words ago, this is where it started feeling blah. And so I yeah. cut it all out and kept going. And now that book is done. So I yeah. think, I think that can help. And, and I do keep a lot of what I cut out most of the time because there are sentences in there that I like, and there are descriptions that I like and that kind of thing. So I are think that's my, yeah, I think that's my computer because my, uh, I have a group chat that I can't close out making. Oh, okay. I just thought maybe it was feedback or something and I wasn't doing something right on our zoom thing here. No, I can also see if I can make it shush. This is one of those, I have to figure out how to edit a video thing. Yes. All right. I got it. Okay. Um, use the reference stuff that we've talked about before. I mean, Pinterest was one of them, but those reference books, the writing thesauruses, thesaurus, <laughs> thesaurus I, thesaurus yeah. Um, those are amazing. They, yeah. they just, just any page, open it up. And I guarantee your brain is going to go. And I didn't write down the author's names. Um, Angela, somebody Puglisi and Angela something. I really need to post those. I will post those. Oh, I posted that meme guys. And I had told you I was going to post the meme from Tangled yeah. under right. I mean, under the blog, I, I, I posted it under right. I'm not sure if that's where I told you I was going to do it, but that's where it is. Go look at it. It's funny. <laughs> um, anyway, use those thesauruses. I, I'm going to put those ladies names on our website somewhere because they are brilliant and you all need to go buy all their books. Yeah. And then my next thing was tools. So before we get to tools, did you have other ways of breaking out of writer's block? Yeah, so don't worry too much about your first draft, which we talked a little bit about at the beginning with perfectionism. 
um, you know, have fun with your draft. If you're not having fun writing your book, then why are you doing it? Right. Um, you right. know, ask, ask what would be the most fun way to keep your story moving if you're stuck um, and do that. Even if it doesn't work for the book after you finish your draft, that's fine. You can cut it out, but do it in the first place. Just have fun with it. Um, throw away your expectations for this book and write for yourself and not your potential readers. Because a lot of people feel, and I know I have in the past, um, a lot of people feel pressure uh, by, oh, a lot of people might read this. Um, so it must be exactly the way it needs to be when it's on the shelf. And that's not true because it's your first draft. Just get yeah. it down. Um, and you can look at it later and you can edit it later and then, you know, potentially have it edited professionally later, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, so just, just write it and don't worry about your potential readers. Worry about what you want to read. Um, yeah. The first draft should be writing because you love it. Yeah. That's why we all write because we love it. Get over this. It, it, it's time to worry about that when you're on the third draft. Okay. Yeah. But when you're first writing and that's generally where the writer's block comes, yeah. Just write because it's the love of writing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then the last thing I have is determine how serious writing is to you. Um, is your goal to be a full-time writer? Uh, is it a hobby? Is it both? You know, do you want it to be a full-time career and it's a hobby right now? Um, you know, knowing where you want to go with your writing can be motivating no matter where it is that you want to go. Because uh, if it's a hobby and, you know, you realize you want to have fun with it, then just have fun with it. Just, mm -hmm. just you know, write for the sake of writing. Um, and if it's a career goal, then that can inspire you to work harder and push towards what your goals are and stuff. So I think determining where you want your writing to go and what your purpose is in writing can be very motivating. So, I agree. Yeah. I like that. Okay, so I tried to, as I was saying before, I did some online searching for tools that could help us overcome writer's block because I'm all about things helping me than me doing it myself. Yeah. So the first thing that I have found, and I absolutely love this, is omwriter.com. O-M-M-W-R-I-T-E-R.com. And I told you about this you were telling yesterday, me about this, day yeah. before. It is a very simple program. It does cost money, but right now it's like seven bucks. It's out of Europe. So it was six something in euros. It was seven something in U.S. dollars. Um, it's pretty amazing. And I must say it's got huge, huge potential. And I think they're developing it continually. So, yeah. but right now it's got like, it, it opens up onto this screen that has 10 backgrounds you can choose from, you know, a pink background, a water background, uh, a night sky background, stars, yeah. that kind of thing. And then it has 10 different sounds that you can listen to music. Some of it is, repetitive sound and then you've got your keyboard sound it has keyboards and you can turn all these off too yeah uh, so if you want to hear the typing there's something about hearing that clack 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 like our intro with the typewriter there's something okay. about hearing that that is pretty cool and it really makes you focus especially if you have the headphones which i did find yeah you're, you're in your own little writer world and it's beautiful and you can download it to Word, you can download it you, to PDF, whatever, you know, you can email it to yourself. So there, it, but it's very simple. Yeah. Um, but but it's I think something that can to, be a benefit. Like I think simplicity, because I, I prefer simplicity in most things. So I think simplicity can be a benefit more than a con. It is. And it, it kind of visually focuses you. It, you hear the, 
the noise or whatever it is, it, none of it has sound, none of it has words to it. So it's just music or sounds that you can hear. I mean, it, it is a really good focusing tool. Yeah. So I think I'll be using it a lot. I went ahead and bought it. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm thrilled to death with it. There is another one that's called writer's blocks, W-R-I-T-E-R -E apostrophe S blocks. Okay. It's like 150 bucks. So I did not buy this one. Yikes. Yeah. There is a 14 day trial. Um, I can see how what little bit that I looked at it, I can see how it might prevent writer's block from starting, but I don't see how it's going to solve it if you've already got it. Right. But there is a 14 day trial. So if y'all want to go check it out, it's W-R-I-T-E-R apostrophe S blocks. Just Google that and it should pop up. But 150 bucks is pretty expensive to me. Yeah. I think to a lot of us writers, it is. It's a lot of money. Um, and then content generators. We've talked about the, the fantasy generators that we like to use. Yeah. Just, just those. Just have go do some random plot lines and it, that's true it i'm surprised start. i didn't see anything about um writing prompts i guess while i was doing research because writing prompts can help a lot a lot yeah um especially, go ahead for me visual ones there's there's a lot of visual writing prompts i'm a very visual person so pictures are going to spark my brain yeah yeah so i'm I surprised like yeah I feel like, um, you know, it's always, whether it's related to the genre that you write in or not too, like it'll get your brain thinking about things um, differently. It'll take you away from your work in progress that you're stuck on and let you think about writing without all that pressure that you might feel or without, you know, feeling obligated to finish this work in progress and whatever. Um, right. So I think, I think it allows you to step back, um, but still enjoy writing. I think so. But the number one way to overcome writer's block, and I know this is your number one way, just write. Yep. Just write. Yeah. Yep. And we do paragraph writing. Um, we're lucky enough to have each other to help. So, you know, I'll be bored one day, or especially at Halloween. Halloween, for some reason, sparks my brain. I love horror. Yeah. And so I will send you a paragraph. I'll be bored. And I'll send you a paragraph and we'll get going writing these paragraphs back and forth. And it really does a lot yeah. for sparking that breaking through any kind of writer's block. Yeah, um, definitely. Like you said, prompts help um, practice something that needs work. Like if you're going to do paragraph writing with a friend, mm -hmm. if, say you have issues with descriptions, you really want to work on your descriptions. Yeah. Do a paragraph writing that concentrates only on, on the descriptions. It might not be great plot wise or whatever it is, right? It, you know, work on what you know that you need work on. Yeah. Um, someone might need work on using the senses. We talked about how my sense of smell is really strong. So I might need to work more on other senses, the touch, you know, how to write better conveying those senses. Right. Um, write scenes. That's one of your favorite things to do. You've got oh, yeah. scenes in your head, write scenes. Character develop, that's always fun for me. I love to just create characters. Yeah. I mean, you can even use D&D, &D, as I always talk about, to just create random characters, and that might spark a, a character for your book. Yeah. And then world build, that's another thing that's so much fun. Once you start world building, it's going to spark ideas with, ooh, what if I, if, if the magic did this in this world? Right, you know, this could happen. Yeah. Um, 
one thing that you should not do is get lost in watching TV. Yep. Or internet. I mean, the internet is a big suck hole, but there's a lot of things on the internet that are good. There were the tools that I had talked about earlier, which I, I didn't write these down either because for me, they don't work. There were tools that punish you for, you know, it blocks out. You can't go and check your email and you can't go and, and look at Pinterest. But when I write, I'm going to thesaurus.com all the time and I'm going to, you know, I need to look at that picture of my character that I have on Pinterest. So I'm going to look at that. So that that's not going to work for me. I probably should have written them down because it might work for some people. I probably should have had them for our listeners, but yeah, something I do, I do when I know that I want to write um, a lot and I feel like I need to get it done soon. Like when I was writing uh, before the writer's conference and I knew I needed to get that book done so that I could, you know, go do that. I will turn off my internet. Um, oh, I, wow. do, I do keep my phone close by, but I keep it face down. And that's just so I know if I get text messages because I, you know, I have a girlfriend, so I just... I'll text her back or Courtney will text and, me back. And your mother texts you a lot too. And my mother texts me a lot too. So <laughs> I have my phone near me just for that purpose. So I have my phone on vibrate and I'll turn it face down and then I turn off the internet on my computer and I can write really well that way. Cause I'll catch myself. I catch myself going to the internet and I'll be like, I'm going to go check Facebook really quick or even the thesaurus or even note checking or whatever. And I'll go and I'll go click the uh, bookmark for it. And it's like, you don't have internet. And I was like, Oh yeah. All right, I go, I go back to writing and I just like, I make a note and I'll put a comment and I'll be like, look up a better word for this. And then I keep writing. Um, oh, that's a good way to do it, to make a note in the, in the side that says, cause, cause I go look it up right then. So I mean, I do, exactly. I have the source I, up. I know. And that's what I was going to do. And then I canceled my internet. So I was like, oh, I can't do that right now. So I'll just go back, make a note and keep writing. I don't think I would like that. It just works for me. Yeah. And yeah. I think it must work for a lot of people because I saw that um, addressed in a lot of people when I was looking, researching for this. Yeah. But that doesn't work for me. Well, plus being a lawyer, I have to be kind of available when clients need me and stuff. Right. I mean, but that's, I mean, I have my phone, so I get notifications when I get important emails. That's true. Because um, my email automatically sorts it. So like if I get an email, then I know that that's important. So I look at it and blah, blah, blah. Maybe so. I should try it. I don't know. Yeah, you could. It it definitely helps me a lot because, like, when I go and I am like, oh, I need to go research this thing. So I hop over to the internet and it doesn't let me research because I turned it off. And I'm like, oh, that's probably a good thing because I'll research for the next three hours and I won't write anymore. Yeah. So then I, I go back to my work and I'm like, research this later. And then I'll go and continue writing. Um, that's that's kind of clever. And it, and it helps me actually get words on the page and, and keep going without losing myself in a research hole. So. Okay. So don't be intimidated, just write. You can edit it later. That's what we've been saying. It may suck, we may know it sucks. Just write through it and edit later. Yeah. Preferably sober. <laughs> yes, probably. Okay, so this blog post I was telling you all about earlier, the Henneke Dustermott yeah. blog post from April 9th, that was really funny. I've got some of her tips and she, she was, it was really funny. Um, she says, before you start writing, curse like a sailor. <laughs> get angry, be emotional. Writing is emotional, so get it flowing. Okay. So I, I loved that. She said, don't write at the same time. Vary your schedule, which up a, you know earlier we talked about how important it was to have a schedule. Right. 
um, she said, go to a bookstore. And we can't really do that with social distancing right now, but we can go to Kindle and browse. Because reading those little blurbs, that's, that's a good way to overcome writer's block. That's true. And then she said, do the dishes, which we already talked about. Yep. Um, she, she said, you don't want to waste water by showering every, you know, three times a day. So try to do other tasks instead. Uh, fold the laundry, uh, vacuum your room, but get your brain engaged in something other than the writing. Right. She said, walk in circles. Just walk in circles. Sounds like a good way to get very dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> she said, um, or just pace up and down in your room, something about moving. But we had already said that walking or going outside and all of that is a good thing to do. But if you can't get outside, she says, do it in your room. Pace, walk in circles. Um, she said that it might seem silly, but sometimes the simple act of movement can help you overcome writer's block. Just give it a shot. It's funny, I have, um, I have this uh, latch hooking kit that I'm working on during this pandemic. Um, and it takes me an hour and a half to do one row. And so I sit there on the floor and I do this hour and a half row and I always complete the row. If I started, I complete it. So I do the hour and a half. And then by the time I'm done with that, I'm like, I, I'm ready to do something else. And a lot of the yeah. time it's writing. Yeah, so, oh, that's yeah. clever. Um, Something else that you do that might help people break writer's block is to write by hand. I, I do that, yeah. Um, well, you have my notebook there. I think I left it there before I yeah. decided to stop coming home. I do, I have it right here. It's right here. Yep, yep. Um, but that's what she said. She said, come on, shut down your computer, get out a pen and paper or pencils or markers, index cards, try free writing. When you free write, you get the feeling that you're making something. It will inspire you. Yep. Another thing that you do, use your whiteboard. Yeah, I love my whiteboards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have them, they're, they're back behind me right now and they actually have book notes on them and my cat likes to lay in front of it and so I'll take pictures of him and send them to Courtney and she reads my books and so she's like, oh no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be careful about spoilers now because you have yeah. your whiteboard and your notes up and I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my very favorite thing that I found on how to break writer's block, listen to a writing podcast. Ah, absolutely. That's the best way for sure. 100%. <laughs> then I have some jokes. Oh, okay, go. Cool. I'm done. Okay. I, I've finished my notes. So, okay. So this is, um, someone saying, what are you doing? Me writing. Someone, looks like you're just staring at the screen. Me, like I said, I'm writing. I'm writing. <laughs> yeah. What's, the, what's it like to be an aspiring writer? It's difficult to put into words. Yikes. But up, um, okay. But um. um, the prime minister's speechwriter has resigned. He's speechless. Ah, that's <laughs> terrible. Being a writer, keeps me in, in great physical shape. I'm always running out of ideas. I've seen that one, that's a good one. Why do, why do writers always feel cold? Because they are surrounded by drafts. No. <laughs> well, no. That, those were my jokes for the uh, podcast, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs>
so I don't know where my outro is actually. Um, here it is. Thank you guys for listening and watching now. This is our very first video, which is a little scary. Um, don't forget, we still got free merch, y'all. If y'all will leave us a review, subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to um, iTunes, what, wherever you listen to us. Um, email us then at eat.drink.write.podcast at gmail.com and we got merch to send you. Check out our website, eatdrinkwritepodcast.com. Everything about us is on there and I post stuff every week. I post the pictures of our food, although I can't post your food this week because you ate your sandwich. Sure but I've, I've got mine. Um, you can contact us straight through our website. Um, listen to us on and watch us now on YouTube. Uh, we are Eat, Drink, Write, and Urban Fantasy Whiteboard. Let us know what you want to talk about. Give us ideas. Um, tell us that we suck if we suck. I mean, tell us just, we want to hear from you guys. We, we really yeah, do. We want to be better. We want to do, we want to talk about things that help you. Um, we have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm working really hard on our Twitter right now. So come check out our Twitter. Um, last but not least, visit our Patreon. That is where you can help support us. If you, if you like us, help support us. It's patreon.com slash edwpodcast, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And we thank you guys for your support. Stay safe. Thank you, guys.